0: Hey, I just got back from lunch. Did you finish that report yet?
1: Uh, well, not exactly. i still working on it. I'm not finished just yet. Uh, I got a little sidetracked, but I will get them to you first thing this afternoon. <laughs> it is first thing this afternoon. Well, yeah, I, I understand that, but I mean, I, I am working but on it. I'm, 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 what do you mean that the report isn't finished yet? I'm, I'm still in the process of working on it. I've just been a little distracted. Just distracted? Our meeting starts in an hour. Are you even listening to me right now?
0: Before we discuss the October lull, let's take a minute to talk about our sponsor, Williams Archery Pro Shop and Indoor Range. Whether you've been procrastinating or need an emergency fix, go see Ron and Linda Williams. They're a family-owned bow dealership who specializes in bow tuning and hands-on shooting lessons. They carry Hoyt, PSE, Bear, Parker, and now Elite Bows, plus all of your hunting accessory needs. Please mention you heard about Williams on the Whitetail Distraction Podcast when you give them a call at 724-667-9660.
1: Good luck to all of you hunting this season. Welcome to episode 15 of the Whitetail Distraction Podcast. My name's Austin and joining me today in the Rack Track and always, Charles Hedlund. How you doing today, buddy? I am tired,
0: but not from hunting.
1: <laughs> it's so depressing. Yeah, whatever. I
0: had to work.
1: Aww. I know. everybody I should feel, feel bad. bad.
0: Everybody should feel bad for me. I don't Until feel next bad. week.
1: At least until Saturday, feel bad. There have been many a days that I've been working all day and you're like, oh, uh, you know, I was hunting, bro. <laughs> I'm I like, was, oh. <laughs> I
0: was hunting the quote unquote October lol. Yeah. Yeah. It's a myth. Some would say. Some would say. Some I don't know. Say. I don't know. I didn't see any bucks.
1: I've been seeing a lot of deer lately. I'm just saying. Me too. Mostly me too. does. I had
0: good nights, like really good nights, when I found a good source of food. And if I wasn't on a really good source of food, and I was trying to play a little risky, I had some bad nights. But that's kind of what the name of the game is if you're getting in close to some what you think is big buck betting. Well,
1: I mean, think aggressive. about it. We have so much food on the ground still. Me and you were in a spot the other night. There was probably—it still looked like marbles on the ground, how many acorns there were. You could have— filled a tractor trailer
0: full of these acorns
1: everywhere and, and they're right oaks four of them yeah there's no shortage there's also deer tracks everywhere yeah. you saw that one big red oak that I showed you yeah the freaking one that was laying on the ground dude that thing was like an apricot <laughs> <laughs> it was so
0: big <laughs> we had a heck of a night though the other night I mean walking in you showed me the sheep head mushroom that you had spotted and we end up harvesting that sheep head mushroom and then we're kind of sneaking back, and all of a sudden, you're just like, dude. And you you reach down, and you, you look back, and you got this shed in your hand.
1: <laughs> I'm like, sweet. It was a good shed, too. Nothing shit it. Oh, a great shed. Yeah, good Pennsylvania shed, man. An
0: unbelievable condition. And the thing was like, we searched that whole property, shed hunting. We it's did just, walk through there, too. We, it just goes to show either we were too early or we just don't pay enough attention because we at that point and that property, it
1: turns into scouting. We
0: were really scouting hard because we found some really good sign and that sign that
1: might pay off for us this year. It might pay off
0: for us this we year. Finally sat it and you saw a ton of deer and I'm thinking if you, all them doe in that area, it's almost that time of year, man. You
1: know, man, you that, know it. Oh. We also found some of the freshest sign that I've seen all year too. Yeah, we came up on an area, ultra, ultra, ultra fresh scrape. Not a little one, not mm-hmm. an enormous one, but very respectable scrape. There were rubs all over the place, probably about waist high, I'd say. A lot of those rubs. He was breaking yeah. trees off. Literally,
0: there was tree branches that were still green snapped off in the ru- or in the scrape. Like that's how hard he was rubbing on trees. But he was going scrape. bananas, man. Oh, it was he was all
1: fired up apparently
0: tearing little trees up so there were two little scrapes there now this is not a field edge this is not a trail you know this is in the middle of the woods yeah it's right in the timber man way back in right on a transition line perfect spot yep and we found a nice little pinch area where we found a nice trail that was going through that led right to these scrapes and we're like dude, we can't pass this. Like no. someone has to
1: sit this. Sign that fresh. You can't pass it. If you do, you're just, it would yeah. hit that morning. Yeah.
0: So I didn't get to go in as far as you and see all the, all the deer and all the excitement, but I did sit there. And then when I sat down, I realized there was another scrape 10 yards from that one. All right. Yeah. So I was like, okay, I'm in a pretty good spot. I made this sweet little natural ground blind. Cause we just kind of hiked back in. We were going so far in. I'm actually happy we didn't bring our tree stands.
1: Oh, I am too, man. One, when it was you do too that, thick. It was far. Yeah, I mean, where I was, it would have been really hard to hang a stand. Where you were, you'd have had a ten yard shot or yeah. something like that. But when you were ground thick. and pound, you I could, could have shoot. shot thirty yards exactly, forty in some
0: directions. Yeah, easily. Yeah. So I made a sweet little ground blind thing and kind of built myself in. And I did see a deer. I mean, I had a a young buck come in. Last, I mean, after last light, I was putting all my stuff away. And that's been the story this year. Uh, Three or four times. I've seen more deer probably just after shooting light than I've seen all year long. I've seen a ton of deer and they've all been coming in just a little bit late. It's like I'm, I'm finding the fresh sign. I'm in the right area. I'm just, I think I'm getting a little too far away from bedding. It just seems like that has to be the case scenario. But that little buck came in. And I couldn't even – it was so dark. I could see his main frame. Nothing impressive. I couldn't count points. I want to say he was a little four-point. He could have been a little six. Who knows? You know. But he came in too late, and he went right to, like, almost right to that little scrape. But he didn't mess with it, so I don't know if that's his. Probably not, Which is, <laughs> to be honest. That- yeah, I think he was just moving through the area. But those doe kept blowing at you and blowing at you. I don't think you. they were blowing at me, man. Well – they were blowing from your direction. From my direction, yeah. And to me, it was like, oh my gosh, those deer would not stop blowing at him. <laughs> and that deer hurt him. And he stopped dead on a dime. But then he just kind of
1: kept going on his way. And the next thing you know, here come you crunching over the hill. So, a little red light. I had about 10 different does in front of me. And the wind had really died down. And I checked my thermals with milkweed. And it was pulling down into this, uh, like a depression, mm-hmm. kind of. And um, nowhere near where there's deer where my milkweed was going right down that depression they were up on the next ridge basically they just started blowing 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 like every 10 seconds oh, they were blown blowing. they probably did that for like three minutes mm-hmm. and it was crazy to me but they weren't looking at me had no idea where i was but they were focused on the opposite hillside yeah so it does lead me to believe that maybe there was a coyote or something in there that they didn't like
0: Yeah, because there's that coyote den that we found when we scouted that area. It's still there. I saw it. Yeah. So there's a good chance that there was a coyote either. Maybe he was out in the field mousing or something. Maybe. And you just couldn't see it. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Because was the grass
1: still pretty high out there? Probably about knee height. Okay.
0: So it would have been pretty tough to see a coyote sneaking through or something. I mean. They blend pretty well and it was pretty late.
1: I was in a bunch of thick stuff too, though. Okay. So I couldn't really see up to my left where that hillside yeah, really was. Yeah. So there's a good chance that's probably what happened.
0: Because mm-hmm. the one to your left was blowing too. And they had no clue what was going on. And she was looking up that way as well. Yeah. I just kept hearing like over and over and over again. And it went
1: on all night long until it was dark. Dude, going crazy. But they never. Here's the thing. That's what was so crazy. They never I mean, moved. Only one deer left when all those deer started blowing. Yeah. They just kind of hung out in the field and just kept blowing and just kept feeding and that's what One would start feeding and the next one would start blowing. Like, <laughs> I think that's what confirms that it wasn't human scent. I don't know what was going on with that.
0: I don't see a deer catching that much human scent and snorting that many times and just standing there thinking it's okay. Right. I don't care. I mean, come on now. We're in Pennsylvania. That doesn't happen.
1: Mm-mm.
0: Now, coyote, I can see them doing it because I've seen them in fields before with coyotes where they act real funny. Mm-hmm. But they don't just bust out and leave the area, especially when they're grouped up.
1: Oh, there were so many of them, I don't think he could have done anything. Right. There were still, now I did see a fawn with spots. Which blows my mind. Yeah. Oh, I couldn't believe that I saw a fawn with spots this late. I mean, she must have been a really late bloomer, but visibly had spots still. I've never seen one with spots during the season. Hmm. All by herself, though. Didn't have a doe around her or anything. She was probably 60, 70 yards from all the rest of the deer, just hanging out, feeding by herself. Well. Mama must have kicked her off already, apparently. Maybe. Him or her. Or her. Or her.
0: So, that kind of leads into the next topic of discussion. Uh, We're moving
1: in on potentially some of the best days here, the pre-rut. Next week has my favorite day of hunting, period. Next Wednesday. Next Wednesday. It's Halloween. Oh. And the 30th, Halloween Eve is also one of my favorites.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I've, I've dreamt of a Halloween buck. For a long time. I think when I was younger, I want to say Russ either shot a buck on or close to Halloween, and I thought that was so cool. I've always wanted to get a Halloween buck.
1: I have, too. I shot that one on the 30th, and then two years ago, saw an absolute slammer yeah. on Halloween. That you was shot a your big one on the 30th? Mm-hmm. Okay.
0: Well, I can see
1: your hand, but... Yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, <laughs> the, the big one. I shot him on the 30th. Yeah, that's... And then I saw that slammer. That was the one that I was yelling at. Hey, hey, hey. And oh, he just yeah. kept going dog in the dough. Just not a care in the world. That one I almost killed on Halloween. I was so bummed. Because I want to kill a monster on
0: Halloween. I get like even super jacked up about going hunting on Halloween. Oh, like, yeah.
1: Dude, it's honestly my favorite year. Or er, not favorite <laughs> year. My favorite day yeah. of the year to hunt yeah. is Halloween.
0: I sit there and I'm like, I seriously sit like on the edge of my seat. Like, I expect to see one every year. Like I get so jacked up and then yep. I don't even know if I've had really good success or even good night seeing deer on Halloween before or a close call or anything. Oh I kinda of bums me out.
1: That's why I like it so much, man. I've seen so many big deer around that time.
0: Yeah. But I mean if you're uh so like right now, today we're recording is the twenty fifth? Yeah, it's going to post tomorrow, the 26th. Yep. So this will come out tomorrow, the 26th. Um, If you're like into the lunar and the moon and, you know, the Drury's and stuff. It was full moon last night. Exactly. They always, they're talking, they've talked about this. I've heard them back on podcasts a month or two ago. They're talking about this is probably, in their opinion, the best time that we may see for buck activity in the quote-unquote rut because of the moon and the days following the full moon they're saying that underfoot best- yes and from what i've heard is the first three mornings after yep full moon so i won't be able to hunt i didn't i wasn't able to hunt today i can't hunt tomorrow saturday 90 percent chance of rain i just checked it
1: yeah, no, I'm going out anyway. I'm care. going
0: unless it's like torrential downpour and 30 degrees,
1: bro. That's why I got rain right gear, man. I have an umbrella. No, as long as it's not as long as it's not torrential downpouring, like you said, and super cold, then I'll go out. Because you know what, I could really, <laughs> I really don't want cold or get sick or something like that. That'd be great or hypothermia. You know, I like yeah. that too. So, but the last day we we hunted Monday, we did. together. Great so I haven't
0: hunted, I will be out of commission Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday now. So, four days. But I'll tell you what it has done. It's gotten me fired up for the rest of the season. It's kind of a nice break because I was hunting pretty hard up to that point, like mornings, afternoons. You were seeing deer, though, too. I was seeing deer almost every set. And I was not bur- – I won't say burning myself out.
1: You also weren't burning out stands. You were And I was not. Running I was being gun. very – Hitting different properties, Mm -hmm. never hunting the same tree. I've been out of my very best
0: spots. Like, I've not gone into my very best spots. I have I haven't
1: gone into them. No, I've been leaving them. Which is good. Halloween, I'm going into one of my best spots. (laughs) You better believe I'm going in there. I got to check.
0: I want to check wind and stuff for Saturday if we're going to go out. Saturday
1: is supposed to be a northeast wind. Coming out of the northeast, I think. Okay. Which isn't bad. No. For a spot that I'm thinking of okay well it's I'm, doable i'm down so we talked about it i'm down well the other spot that i wanted to take you to that i was talking to you about last night yeah with 90 percent rain we're not going to do because we got kayak to it yeah it's probably about i don't really want to kayak in the rain no kayaking now scares me to be honest i just oh it doesn't scare me i was kayaking last year when it was snow and brooke was yelling at me yeah it was good for good reasons it scares I was wearing a life jacket me. man i don't care yeah, I've been dude. I've been kayaking for like I don't know, yeah, I know. fifteen years. I always get scared. Get I'm I ain't scared Yeah, I got my <laughs> stand on there. I got my yeah, you I got, got a lot extra on weight on there. Yeah, no, it's good. I feel nice and sturdy in there. I don't know. I did it last year. It was fine. Oh, wow. and last year the day that I went kayaking, I probably could have shot a whole limit of ducks. Yeah, I don't know. I've been running into ducks a lot lately, man. It's all right to be that time. I know. I gotta start shooting ducks. Well, not season right now, first. but you know.
0: Got to shoot deers first. Got to shoot the deers first. But I'm excited for it. I mean, I don't know. Um, Hopefully Saturday will be good. I think with the inclement weather, it'll be even better if we can get drizzle. I'm kind of curious to see what happens if I can get on the backside of a rainstorm, maybe over top of them same scrapes again.
1: That would be interesting. That's
0: the only fresh scrapes that I've seen so far that I would be...
1: That more, was the freshest yes, scrape that
0: I've seen so far. I'd be more than excited to hunt something like that. It was consistently getting hit mm-hmm. after a rain. Yeah, because we know there's big deer in the area, and that we do. And I mean, there's like you said, it's just so fresh. I haven't seen fresh scrapes in the middle of a wood, in the middle of the woods, way back in like that. Because it's, it's on that transition. I'm telling you, they're walking that transition line. I feel like it's and it's between two bedding areas. It is. It is. So that's why I think it might be more of a community scrape with that's the That's also multiples. a south-facing slope. No, it is. It, yes, it is. Yeah, it is. It's yeah. a south-facing slope right. with a little knob at the top with private property Yeah. that we do not have access to.
1: We don't have access to the top. That's correct.
0: And uh, the buck I saw came from that top bedding. Yeah.
1: Well, we can ask permission. They might give it to us. I don't know. We'll see. I mean, I don't, I don't care. I'll, I'll hunt. The scrape's on on property we can hunt. <coughs> I want to talk about something else that happened that night. What's up? We found more than one sheep's head.
0: Oh, yeah. We we ended
1: up finding three sheep's head. Uh Uh-huh. Did you eat that one? It was a little old, but I I salvaged some of it. Okay. I was just wondering. The two that I had were pristine. I should have gave you the one that I kept. I gave the big one to my mom, but... You son of a gun. Now, here's the other thing I want to talk about (laughs) with that night. It seems to be a phenomenon lately. I was hunting that spot and somebody started shooting. Shooting, 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 oh, shooting, shooting shooting, 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 shooting. If you thought that was annoying, you should have been there that night. Yeah. Well, you should have heard what happened tonight when I was hunting. What? <laughs> Again. Dude, I kid you not. I don't know what these people were shooting at, but they were shooting like crazy tonight. I don't what is the deal with people on the right other now? side of that swamp, man. They were going like nowhere near the area that we hunted the other night nowhere near the other no total opposite side of the city and they were freaking the deer out oh yeah oh yeah the other oh, night when i was hunting yeah like two or three of the deer left the field when when they started shooting
0: i mean they were shooting and it was like normal you know, bang 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 and then they were like rapid firing yeah
1: And it was close too it wasn't very far away this went on for like two hours yeah I yeah, got was, some serious money because they spent some serious lead, man. Yeah. It was loud. It was loud. Yeah, I don't know where the heck they were shooting. Same Somewhere. thing happened tonight, man. Crazy. Uh, I just didn't have a good sit tonight. I was in a good spot.
0: I hate that, though. You know, you get in a good spot and something disturbs like your peace. And that's what hunting's all about. You know, getting back in, being peaceful and quiet and you're enjoying nature. And then all of a sudden you have to listen bang, bang, bang.
1: <laughs> I got but more if, fun on top of this that. This isn't also. rifle season. It's not. We don't want to hear that shit right now. No, we have bows on our hands. I was on public tonight, and that was happening. And then, probably six fifteen, you know, almost getting like pretty much in that golden hour. Oh yeah, Half I heard an hour
0: a anymore. truck door
1: slam pretty far away, and I heard a guy yelling, <laughs> and then I heard two or three beagles going off. Uh-huh. So I don't know if he was just running his beagles or what, but there was dogs running, there was people shooting. It was just not a good night. And hmm. then... Were they squirrel hunting, maybe? I don't know what the heck they were doing, man. The beagles were going crazy. Huh. I don't know people that squirrel hunt with beagles. That'd be kind of weird, but... I think I've seen it. Some kind of crossbreed
0: of beagles that maybe. are squirrel dogs. I
1: don't know, but all I heard were... they going crazy, Rabbit's you not know? in, is it? I don't know. I didn't look yet. I haven't been thinking about it. I haven't
0: either, but usually rabbit and squirrel are in together at the same time. It's
1: possible. It seems a little early yet, but you know. I know knows? squirrel's in. Is it? Yeah. yeah. I know it's been in. Might be.
0: I think it came in the same day as muzzleloader did, mm. but I don't think it went out with muzzleloader.
1: Might not have. I don't know. I- I'd I have haven't. to look
0: into that because there's no orange requirements yet either. Right, not right now. now, I don't think. Till the 27th. Yeah. Is that Saturday? Well, you have to wear a hat. Yep. Saturday is 27th. Is that youth season? It, no use season was with muzzleloader was it it was the last three days of muzzleloader okay the 27th fall turkey and bear comes in no bear comes in on monday no bear comes in on monday the 29th fall turkey comes in on the 27th you have to wear an orange hat when you're moving and you can put the orange hat away whenever you're
1: stationary that's not so bad i can handle that oh i i can totally dig that yeah Compared to the vest, and you have to hang it. Yeah, that's just a pain in the butt. But, you know, I did it anyway. I only hunted like
0: twice that week, but. It's for safety purposes. And it I is. always keep my orange hat up in the tree with me, like for squirrel hunting. Yeah. I don't want a squirrel hunter to come by and see me, like, digging in my backpack, you know, and yeah. all he sees is a little blur of a glove or something shooting 22 rounds at me.
1: That wouldn't be fun. That'd be bad. That'd be real bad. So, I always no, have I, I dig that. I mean, I, I totally understand the safety factor and stuff. Make sure you wear your orange out there, people. That's right. It's
0: I a feel requirement. like this
1: podcast is like going downhill. We're like, rrr, rrr, rrr. well. Um, I'm super stuffy tonight. Me too. My allergies I don't know why. are whooping my behind right now.
0: We talked about the game commission, too, though, um, earlier. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and, I forgot uh, about that. Speaking of orange requirements, the night my dad shot his buck. He got stopped. He was going to the truck to put all his stuff away and go back and get a deer cart and go back in. And the game commission was there, stopped him, and he was sitting there waiting for him. And he checked him out, made sure everything was okay. But the guy was super nice, really cool. He was all fired up because my dad had a uh, United Bow Hunters That's license cool. plate. That's cool. The custom license plate. So the, the uh, game warn was like, hey, come check mine out. <laughs> and he literally, like, took him to the back of the truck and showed him his license plate, same thing, and they talked about it for a little while. So my dad was like, hey, if, uh, you know, maybe you can come help me track this deer out. And the guy's like, ah, uh, no, I got other things going on. I gotta go. Yeah, I gotta go. I just wanted to talk to you about the bowhunter thing. And uh, that's all. And he left.
1: No, uh, I thought I had a run in one of the game warden tonight. Yeah. and out that it wasn't. Yeah. Well, so I was that. walking back to the car almost to my car probably like 10 steps away from my car and a truck i'm blowing into the game lands parking lot slams on his brakes all i see is headlights and i see a guy get out of his truck and he's like hey how's it going i was like hey you know i thought it was a game warden gonna check my license and stuff like that the guy comes walking over and he's like i forgot my crossbow on the ground <laughs> i was like what the heck you know what i mean i still have my stand on my back everything right and i look and right next to my car Playing on the ground is his freaking brand new crossbow. Which you probably would never even seen it. I might have run it over. It was that yeah. close to my car. I wouldn't. I wasn't even planning on walking on that side
0: of the car. That's what I mean. You probably would never even seen you put your stuff away. Yep. Got in and just you could have backed right over. to the I honestly
1: could have backed right over because I turned that way too because I was going out that way. Wow, oh,
0: you could have done us all a
1: favor. Oh. <laughs> 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 no, if i had have seen it though, I'd have been nice and like waited for him see if he came. And if not, I probably would have called the cops or something. Been like, hey, yeah. like they when we left the crossbow, come get it. Yeah, I'm totally whatever, kidding. That's but. the
0: right thing to do. I mean, like, when John lost his rifle last year, you know, we, we posted a whole bunch of stuff, and hmm. we reached out to a whole bunch of people, and it was like, you know, whoever found it didn't report it, didn't turn it in or anything. And that kind of sucks, man. That was like a family heirloom. Like, yeah. that was the first rifle that all of us killed our first deer with.
1: That's a bummer, man. You
0: know? And that... that that gun was in our family for I don't even know how many years. And he shoots a deer and uh, maybe the uh, specifics on what happened after that are unclear to him at least. But uh, we don't know. I We think maybe that he put it on uh, the tailgate and left the tailgate down and drove away. And it came off the tailgate. Who knows? Uh, we don't know. But the gun is gone. So gone. if you're listening to this. And you were hunting the Shenango Industrial Park last year in rifle season, and you found a 308 bolt action or know of someone who found a 308
1: bolt action with a black synthetic stock. Please contact the White Tail Distraction Podcast at the White Distraction Podcast at gmail.com.
0: Please. Because, like I said, that's been in our family for like 30 years, and that gun means a lot to us. So that would be really cool if uh, someone out there could give us some information. We're not obviously looking to get anyone arrested or anything stupid like that. They found it. They didn't steal it. Right, right, You
1: know right, what I right, mean? Right.
0: But we just want our gun back. Correct. So right, just throwing that on our little shameless plug out there. <clears throat> Try to help the family out. Yeah, yeah. Spice things up now.
1: Spice things up. Let's like talk it. about the rut. It's Let's about to be about, the rut. It's about to get crazy, and I am stoked. You don't sound stoked. I sound stoked because I'm stoked. I'm stuffy, man. I, I don't know. I don't care. I'm I fired up. I feel like poo tonight, man. See?
0: I'm it fired happens. Out. I'm fired up. These, these are going to be the days. Like, we're looking at. I know. I know. We're looking at November 1st on Thursday, a week from today. You know what, November. Me?
1: I don't know how much time I'm going to have to hunt because I got to drive to Slippery Rock every day for the next two weeks. Well, for training. That sucks. It's a uh, bummer. That's terrible. That's a big bummer. I mean, I'm not looking forward to it. Could you Hopefully, bring your stuff with you and like oh, I'm go planning, right out? I'm planning on it. I'm gonna see if I can do that. It just depends on what time I get out of training. Man. I don't know how it's gonna how it's gonna go. If they let me out early one day I'm gonna zing back to one of my good spots. But if not I might be I a mean, weekend warrior coming up here. That stinks. But it'll be good because next year I'll have way more time to hunt. Right. So I'm not gonna complain about it, but Well, two weeks, what's that put you at? Two weeks from next week you start? From Monday, yeah.
0: So, you'll still have, you'll have, yeah, you're only going to have, like, November 3rd, Saturday, yeah November 10th, and the 12th. Yeah. So remember,
1: the 12th ends, right? On Monday? That it does. So weird oh, this year. I don't get not. that. But, you know, that that's how it is. I mean, hopefully I get out early a couple days. Well, if just... not,
0: I mean, I can always zing out there with you, and you can meet me out at a couple spots we have out that way. Yeah. yeah We got a couple spots real There's close. There's some there. game lands We've...
1: out there, stuff up probably planning on if i get out later if i get out in the woods i will you know try and find a pinch on onyx or something like that try and just sit in a pinch well let's say you weren't working for the next
0: two weeks and you had i don't know let's say every day available to you to hunt what would your tactics be at this point in the season seeing that we're looking at again october 25th 26th or just after that red moon or whatever you want to call it what are you gonna do right now that you think you can do to put a big buck on the ground?
1: Well, I'm a big fan of the thirtieth to the seventh. Okay, those are like my my jam days. You well, know what are you I mean? doing I then? Typically, you, hunt pretty hard if I can. Are you all day sitting? If you... I have the opportunity, I do for sure, hundred percent. I'm doing all day. Si- yeah, oh, absolutely, it sucks. But it's you're watching fun. the wind, though. I am. I'm typically trying to see, and it depends too. I'm gonna hunt a lot better stand if we have like high pressure system come in right you know now coming up on those days where i know people have been talking and i hear them saying like deer have been chasing and i've been seeing deer chase i'm gonna head to some of the funnels that i have in between bedding areas it's just well i'm seeing that now but you got to take that with a grain of salt because i'm seeing i saw that the other night a little bit deer pushing
0: a doe chase but they're like one and a half year old deer. You gotta realize these deer that I'm seeing, me, I'm not seeing mature bucks moving and chasing and doing the the grunt or the rut type behavior. Yeah. I'm seeing little deer and people please if you see this coming from really young deer you just have to realize it's very cold out. It's like way below our average temps. They don't know what they're doing. These young deer have never been through a rut before they're they're it's like a teenager their bodies are changing, and they have no idea what's going on. So they're just running around fighting with each other, like yeah. chasing does, just yeah. being annoying.
1: Yeah, but pretty much. <laughs> it's not the rut
0: right now. It's not We're yet. not saying that. But it's
1: going to start picking up. And I'm not saying that the rut's just going to hit right away. Right. You don't know, but their testosterone's are going to start flying. They're going to start acting a little funny. They're going to mm-hmm. start acting a little bit different to different tactics. I mean, I'm not a huge fan of rattling, yeah i've rattled in a couple deer in my life like period but i am a fan well i've never done it but i've seen it happen especially (laughs) from you last year you made me a very firm believer Uh, my next question
0: that was my next question yeah dude you made me a
1: big believer in that last year because it worked to a t and you laid down a hammer yeah yeah and i've had it work before yeah
0: for me Um, But I was just going to ask you, like, what do you think about right now? Because I just heard on, you know, another podcast, it's a decent time of the year to be using decoys right now, because it's kind of that time of year where bucks are still very territorial. They're starting to get into that point where it's like, hey, what's going on? Like, it's that time of year and this buck's
1: showing up in my my spot. Here's the thing. I feel like in Pennsylvania, we have so much pressure and people do try different tactics to try and be a little bit outside the box i would say i wouldn't quite do it yet unless you had a really really good day yeah maybe high pressure maybe you got a little bit of rain maybe just uh, you know drizzle and it's nice and cold and you think the deer are going to be up on their feet might be a good idea but i wouldn't say like from now until the end of the season like haul a decoy out with you every time because no one wants to do that in the first place but i would pick a couple of really good days and I would, I would give it a try. I mean, the worst that can happen is you spook some deer and, you yeah. know, what they see? They saw a funny-looking deer. They didn't see yeah. you, you know? Right. Yeah, if you're out there
0: trying to kill anything, you're trying to kill doe or a buck, I wouldn't suggest you use a decoy because it kind of boogers up the deer sometimes, like does. If especially. you're trying to
1: shoot a doe, don't bring a decoy yeah, with you.
0: it's bad news. Yeah, that's no bueno. But I, I don't, I've always been a very firm believer in using one. I have always also waited till the end of the season. Do you think, though, if you use one now— you would attract a, a, maybe a mature buck more on the
1: curiosity level than the aggressive level? I think it could happen anytime, honestly. I mean, deer are curious animals to begin with. Yeah. They do spook a little bit easy, but, you know, I I could see it working right now, honestly. So
0: let's put this perspective in play. Let's say you go out and you're hunting and you see a mature buck doing some rutting behavior. You know, maybe he's pushing some dough around and he's making rubs. And you you visually see this and you know, hey, this deer is kind of fired up and he's a big mature buck. Would you use uh, a decoy in that perspective, which you know that this deer is already showing this type of behavior and it's, you know, getting to be that time of year, end of October, early November.
1: Do you think it could work in that situation? So let's say you have like a trail cam or something and you've caught deer sparring on it. Or you got your buck sparring on it, or just mm-hmm. acting aggressive, or whatever. Yes, I think it could work. But in my mind right now, I ha- I still have a bed-to-food mind going on right now. Because right. those bucks, believe it or not, they're still trying to pack on the pounds. Because they're going to strain themselves. For sure. Very soon here. Yep. you know, I'm still in that mindset of bed-to-food. Because I know they're going to be just trying to get all the protein and all the nutrition that they can get. Bulking up still, man.
0: Yeah, and this is probably going to be the last week you can really, I, I won't say pattern, that's a strong word, but you can really last see the buck you might be chasing if you're chasing a specific buck in that same type area, I think, that he's been in all year because after this week, if he starts start getting nosing funny. around and chasing, yeah. I mean, he could be gone.
1: He could be. I would, this week, if you're hunting this week, I would really start paying attention to where the does are. Okay. Honestly, and seeing where they're feeding, seeing where they're feeding because they're gonna—they're not gonna change that. They don't change their patterns. They're gonna right. keep doing what they do. They're gonna keep feeding, doing everything normal doe patterns pretty much until they start really getting pushed. Yeah. And you know, you want to be on that first hot doe that hits that estrus, man. Yeah. If you could—I mean, you can't really stay like, oh, that deer's estrus until you see the buck start chaser, her. But oh,
0: if I you know have what, a what doe
1: family group, that's the primary doe family group, and they're getting the best of everything. They're going to come into estrus first that's where I
0: want to be. I was just thinking about that because you mentioned the other night that you saw a whole bunch of dough come out into a field. and a ton of them, man. I, I didn't even think about, like, did you pay attention to which one came out in the field first and where they came from? Uh, I know that where be, all
1: of them came from.
0: That would be like the primary, you know, you typically the first dough out in the field is your primary dough or, yep. you know, whatever. That's going to be your your best chances of those does going into estrus first because they obviously kind of run the land a little bit. Yep. Because they're out there first. They're getting the first feeding, you know, everything else. Yep. They're going to be the most uh, nutritioned uh, to come into. Yeah,
1: I mean, they have the best bedding. And they typically try and get towards the best food and everything. You know, it's just that family group.
0: Now, I've also heard recently some experts talk about, like, yearlings and what determines if a yearling will be bred or be capable of being bred. And basically what he said it was based off of is like how much body weight and what the nutrition and health of that deer is. Mm-hmm. Do you think around here that they can do that just off of like purely acorns?
1: Or probably do you think not. they would need like a good ag source of food? I think they probably need a good ag source. They, really they need more nutrition. Honestly, acorns are not good for deer. Right. Right. They're not good for deer whatsoever, honestly. Like deer love acorns, but nutritionally, not that great. They take in a little bit of the protein out of them, and they poop the rest out. They just prefer to taste, I guess. I don't know. It's just it's a good food source for them, but they yeah. it, they're well, not I think really they're nutritionally. so many of them. Yeah, it's a huge food source. They have something to eat. All that's the time, why you know? a lot
0: of times too, whenever they're on acorns, you'll <laughs> see them with the natural browse. Right, right. You know they're browsing, and then they'll they'll reach down and they'll hit the acorns and mm-hmm. then they'll browse and yep. they'll eat acorns you know it's kind of the mixture of the two where if you're in an ag field to cut corn they're just out there eating cut corn all right. day long right yeah so maybe yeah, that, so that that kind of something to keep in mind too if you're you know that's if, a mindset i'm in at least i mean yeah no i can dig that so that that's exciting that's, that's pretty good stuff for people out there that are trying to get it done within the next two weeks here i don't know if you're ruckations coming up here soon folks but if you uh planned (laughs) it i'm here in the first week in
1: november might be the best time man i was really planning on having a ruckation this year too and i switched jobs and (laughs) now i don't have enough (laughs) vacation to do it what days were you gonna take off i was gonna take off part of november yeah yeah probably that like end of the first week going in leading into the second week of november that's what i was probably gonna do but i usually take off the last week of PA archery in the next week. Yeah. Because
0: we typically will hunt to like Wednesday, the last week of archery and PA and then boys day, yeah. So yep. I get like good amount of hardcore hunting at some of the best times here in PA. Yep. You know, best times opportunity wise to shoot a mature buck because right now with this cold and this steady, I mean there's a lot of bucks up on their feet in daylight, I feel.
1: They're most certainly are. I've been seeing people with trail cam pictures that are, bucks are up. Well, I mean, just- 5 o'clock, even. all the harvest pictures. Just goes to show, people are oh, yeah. killing just some
0: giants. And they're
1: saying, man, I um, who did I just see the other day? Shot one at like 3 o'clock in the afternoon. Oh, I think I know what you're talking about. I just saw it the other day. Shot a buck. Super. Great buck at like 3 in the afternoon. Was that a, a hunting public? I don't know, man.
0: Logan? Shot that one in Wisconsin. Yeah, that's exactly. what It was what I'm literally it was like, like three, 3 in 30. the afternoon. Yeah. Yeah, he was like just up at the tree. I like, couldn't believe it. He shot a tanker. Two of them were, there were coming. Two of in. them
1: came in. Yeah, he shot the second yeah, one. It was, it like,
0: was a great. Buck. He told me it was like three thirty. I saw it. it was on the video. Yeah, it was on the it was video. Three like thirty. Yeah. I'm like, what? three yeah, thirty. That's,
1: that's crazy. And that was that was like what a ten acre piece of private land. Tiny. Not a big piece. Not tiny piece. Not something that you would typically think, but. That's all it takes. I mean, look at John Eberhardt. He killed a pope and young buck on like three acres.
0: What's well, the end of October? I'm just People saying. People have been in the woods now for a month. People been pressure in the woods is for on. a month. Deer film pressure. Okay. <clears throat> in this area, you have to start looking at some of those overlooked spots. Try if you're and not, find overlooked spots. Yeah. If you're not seeing big bucks and you're not getting them on trail cameras or anything, yep. you might want to start thinking. You know where are the access points? Where are people hunting? And what's potentially overlooked? Look at that
1: harder access. The it's harder the access, deep. you're gonna drop people off immediately if it's hard. It could be a five foot wide creek that's
0: waist high. Yeah. Because if it's really shallow, anybody's gonna walk across yeah. it with people rubber wear boots. rubber boots.
1: You know what I mean? If, if you it's have to higher wear hip than boots, a, boots, yes. If it's higher riders. than
0: your normal rubber boots to cross it. And it could be five feet wide. Yeah. I mean, if maybe you can't you find jump a, across it. Yeah. Maybe you find a tree somewhere in the woods yeah. that, that nobody else can find it and you shimmy across it. Be careful because I've fallen in a couple times. <laughs> <laughs> I have, and it sucks. Um, be careful. But I mean, as soon as you cross that creek, it's like night and day with deer, pr- deer pressure. These Those deer over there typically unless there's other easy access into that spot. Right. From the other side. You have to look at private land access too. And don't be also afraid true. to ask private landowners just for access into public or a piece of private that you might have permission to. Yeah. They might not let you hunt their property, but if you can access from their back door and, you know, that saves you a trip across that little creek
1: that I might would be your take go it in. for it man right. you have
0: a way better chance of getting a yes for access permissions rather than hunting than, than hunting bring Can a I map walk with you
1: through your property
0: yep bring a map with you show them where you're hunting yeah. like literally mark it down this is where i want to hunt you know i it'd be a lot easier i don't have to cross that deep creek in the winter time where you know there's potential i fall in and you know and a little sob story you know make You'll Make have to come up.
1: save me when you hear me screaming. Yeah. You
0: know. <laughs> it'd be so much easier if I could just, you know, access through your property, yeah. save me all the trouble. You know, would you be interested in letting me do that? That is correct.
1: And if you're kind. It's a good tactic also, yeah. honestly. I mean so the most that they can say is no. Yeah. If they say no, guess what? Go ask their neighbor. That's right. They might say no. And if they say no, go ask the neighbor on the other side. Exactly. <laughs> you know, just see who he see who says yes. I mean I think I'm
0: gonna do that in Ohio this year. I would. I've heard that the public land we hunt is tougher land to hunt, but you have a pretty good chance of getting access yeah. onto public land deeper in through private land, and that's where oh, you find the big bucks. Because a lot of the people, I think, in that area that own private land, they don't look like people that hunt. Yeah.
1: Oh, oh absolutely. I mean, and it, it, especially if you find a farm, guess what? That farmer probably isn't hunting. He's still he, working the farm. Yep. I mean, I, they're still standing corn all over the place. And he may not let people hunt there, even though farmers don't like deer,
0: but maybe he had a bad experience, and he doesn't want anybody hunting that property, but he may still let you access the He might it. let you
1: walk right across his field yep. into the public. That That's best case scenario.
0: Yeah, he's like, oh, you want to go shoot deer on public land with your bow and arrow? That's not going to harm, you know, or reoccurrence of something that happened previously that yeah, was bad. Right, right. You never know. And again,
1: what does it hurt to ask? Correct. Speaking I'm done. of Ohio Public Land, ooh, what's up? I hunted Ohio Public Land on Sunday.
0: Yeah, I I actually checked my mail twice, and I confirmed that I did not get the invite. So I don't know if you uh, mailed it or faxed it, but my fax machine's not working. That's since probably the 90s. why. That's
1: probably why. Yeah, it yeah. must have been I it. sent you a fax. I was off that day. I do believe. That you were recovering. I wasn't actually. From wedding. I felt
0: fantastic.
1: Well, then that's my bad.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but no, it's uh, honestly we we stayed in uh, we stayed in Cranberry Township. My really good buddy got married. Good old Timmy boy. He got congrats, married. Congrats, Timmy. Yeah, congrats, buddy. He's on his honeymoon right now. That lucky son of a gun. And I was I was actually the best man in the wedding, and I was kind of really excited and pumped for that. And That'd it was awesome. a great time, but we decided we're going to have a really good time, and we're just going to stay at someone else's hotel room. Dina had – my wife, Dina, had uh, an air mattress just in her car.
1: We we're like,
0: okay, we're <laughs> definitely staying. So we blew up the air mattress, and we stayed in my buddy Kinger's room. And uh, Shout out to Kinger. He's yeah, man. so we went to breakfast the next day with King and his entire family. With grandma and Did you guys go cool. to King's? We didn't. Oh, no. missed we,
1: opportunity, man. It was,
0: uh, we wouldn't call breakfast. It was like brunch. brunch. It was brunch. And we went to Cracker Barrel. Oh, okay. So it was a good time, but I got back in town real late, and I was just, I didn't want to do anything that day, but I probably would have went hunting. Well, we left at like 10 in the morning. Yeah, you didn't leave at 10 in the morning, don't
1: lie to me. I'm not even good you. <laughs> we left All at like right. 10.30, and we no, drove over I, and bought licenses,
0: and then we went and scout to public for like four hours yeah i seriously didn't even get home till like three o'clock i couldn't laugh i was in a tree already but i will from here on out because
1: if we're going to ohio i'm gonna buy my ohio license regardless gives us an extra day to hunt too that's anthony that was anthony's point he was like i'm working all week i have saturday to hunt and that's it he's like Let's go get Ohio tags. I was like whatever. <laughs> See, that's not so bad for
0: you either, because if you're training the next two weeks, yeah, I'll still have some extra time. Weekends. And
1: their their season goes until like February 23rd or something crazy like that. I can't remember. And there's exactly actually pretty what it, good February. Uh, pretty good public land, not far from us. Dude, we went we went probably 50 minutes from here. And found, like, 7,600 acres of public. Now, a lot of it was really thick. Yeah. A lot of it would have been miserable to hunt. But we found a couple of good spots that were very easy to access.
0: My dad knows spots that are even closer than, than that, that he's gone over. And um, from when he was younger, he used to hunt. And I think it was a couple years back now he went over there and hunted it after we did our Ohio trip. And he got a big old doe.
1: Dude, tell him to give me the hookup. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I can't remember. I can't even remember, but it's not far. No, I I, I found like quite a few pieces of public that I'm interested in, and we hit that one. But there's a couple more that are just blah blah blah. Huge. Well, I know the spot that he. The other was one's eight thousand some acres. It's like eighty six hundred uh, acres or something. Giant,
0: like that. When Huge We used piece. To drive of to like Illinois or even to some of the places over in Ohio because we go east and then drop straight down. Mm-hmm or west we dr- we go straight west and then drop straight south um we would see like some crazy big public land
1: tracks. yeah no oh, it's nuts man absolutely no that's also
0: that's always a great idea we live so close to the border that if you're gonna get an ohio license anyways or i mean for like us we can't hunt sundays sunday almost nobody is doing anything on sundays no no so if you want a little extra hunting time, I know our state sucks, but go <laughs> it buy. <doesn't> <laughs> yeah. And then you have to watch because they limit the amount of deer you're allowed to kill per county.
1: I already read up on that. Where we were was a three deer county, I In believe.
0: Some counties will only allow you to use either sex tags instead yeah. of doe tags. There which was only are cheaper. a few
1: there was only a few counties that I was looking at that actually even have doe tags. The other ones yeah. are like all either sex. They also don't have antler restrictions.
0: They do not have an antler restriction, so you have to be very careful at the end of the night not to shoot anything.
1: Well, they consider a four-inch spike a doe. Four inch? <laughs> yeah, that's what's in the manual, Instead man. Instead of three. It was a four-inch spike was a doe. Huh. That freaks me out, man. I mean, I wouldn't shoot a bike like that anyway, unless it was by mistake, but well, that's you why know. you
0: got to be careful not to shoot any doe or anything. Yeah, but then you just dust. go and get
1: another... Either sex tag. Well, I mean if you shoot a little buck oh yeah, then like you're, a little oh, skate yeah. buck, Then you're, t- you're, t- yeah. you're tagged out. Yeah. Well I'd probably go get another one anyway, just shoot a doe. Yeah. Absolutely. For fun. Yeah. You know. I think uh and we freezer hunt, meat.
0: We hunt Guernsey County. Guernsey County. Guernsey. And I wanna say there are three deer
1: limit. There's one that's five. Yeah. I, I think I don't think it's, not, it's, it's one. I think there's a few that are five. They might have been four Maybe before three. Now three. Yeah. And uh,
0: I think you're allowed to use dough tags down there, but I have to check on that. The dough tags were definitely cheaper. But I I don't think we used to get the dough tags because just for the same reason, if I want to come hunt near home in Ohio, right. I can't use them. Yeah. So you'd almost have to film down there.
1: Yeah. Which is only two and a half hours, two hours.
0: Yeah. To drive down there in a the car. You could
1: do that on a Sunday. Well, shit. Maybe when you guys are on your trip, I'll come visit. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> I'll come down for the weekend say hi. I don't see why not. Um as long as so we what got room. I saw. I, dude, I don't know. I probably saw 25 turkey while I was out there, too. Oh, yeah. Yeah, turkey all over the Did you guys see any place. deer? I saw one. Okay. I was, <laughs> dude, I was sitting in my stand, and it was getting closer to dark. And I saw something, and I, it looked like a deer. And I was looking at it through my binos. I was like, that's a deer. That's not a deer. That's a deer. That's not a deer. And I convinced myself that it wasn't a deer. And I glassed something else, and I went back to look at it again, and it was gone. So it was definitely deer. It was a deer. <laughs> so, you know. <laughs> I've done that
0: before. <laughs> I was doing that the other night when we were hunting out past Slippery Rock. And the first deer I saw, I'm like, I'm looking just with my bare eyes. I didn't even pull my binoculars up yet. And I'm like, that's a deer. That, that's got to be a deer. And it's probably 120 yards away. Like, that's got to be a deer. It does look like deer. But it's not moving. I'm like, oh, come on. It's got to be a deer. And I'm sitting there. And I'm looking at it. I still didn't pull out my binoculars because it was cold. My hands were in my pocket. And then they started moving. I was like, oh, yeah, it's a deer. <laughs> yeah, it was a deer. It's just – I like to try to recognize all those little logs or stumps that are going to look like deer. But when it gets darker, things start to get
1: – Man, it really looked like it was a tough. deer. And the more I looked at it, I was watching, looking through my binos too. It wasn't that, that far. It was probably 80 yards. So I had a pretty good view of it. And I was like <laughs> – that's not a deer, like, and then it turned out it was a deer, so I don't know. I don't know if that's worse
0: or (laughs) whenever you're sitting there and you have, like, that one branch with, like, a broken limb on it that moves and you just catch it out of the corner of your eye every time you start scanning back to your right, and you're like, oh, "Oh, it's a deer. Oh, yeah. Oh, it's a damn branch. And it gets you, like, 10, 12 times when you're up in the tree stand. I hate that. That happens to me all the time, (laughs) like, that one little thing that's moving. It's the only thing in the woods moving, so – Every time you scan and you're looking back and forth and you start slowly coming that way, you see a movement and you get all fired up and your blood starts pumping and you're looking. oh no, it's just just a leaf again. That is correct. Got me again. It got me again. Well, but yeah, I don't know. I don't know where I'm gonna go this week, but I'm gonna I'm gonna get out there. I'm gonna sit some good spots. I think
1: you can come with me Friday or Saturday if you want. I probably will. If I know um, a good spot. <laughs> what about saturday morning do you anything saturday morning i kind of want to hit a swamp on some public saturday morning all right well we'll see what happens i don't it's know like yet. a two mile hike <laughs> i'm good but i guarantee you no one's hunting it guarantee guaranteed no one is hunting it oh it brought up something i just we i got like 400 texts today when i was working
0: and the group texts that we have running through like our family and our buddy sam Apparently he had some bad uh he had a bad run in with another hunter in his area up our up our camp.
1: Oh, that's not bueno.
0: It wasn't like physically run into anybody, that's but good. he went to go uh check on his stand or hunt his stand and he had a lock on up and he's had it up for like three years now, and there was a ladder stand within I think he said like fifty, thirty to fifty yards from his stand with like six little scent wafers and drips in the trees and stuff all around like the guy's already putting up scent stuff he's like i haven't seen a deer in here all year and i had no idea why he's like i finally saw that stand out. the know. woods are cleared up and he's like i i get it now
1: i never asked you you a fan of scents you f- you scent guy i'm not a scent guy i don't really ever put out scents well I don't know. I've, I've used them before. I've done like a scent drag before, but it, it never used, worked. So I, I just kind of gave up on that kind of stuff. I don't, don't really do. I've it. used scent drags and I've
0: used the drips quite a bit. I have never found but one instance that they've ever even made a deer react to them. Hmm. And the only instance that they reacted, it, it may have been pure coincidence. I did it.
1: And we're back to recording. Okay.
0: So that deer was coming in. And he's coming down this little funnel and he's dogging a doe hard. And I had a little scent lick up in the tree. And it was over top of a scrape. And he comes in hot. I jump up out of my climber, grab my bow, get on him, pull back. I mean, I'm meeping him loud because he he didn't stop first time. And then he stopped. And I felt like he was right on that scent lick. Hmm. And he kind of like was sniffing it. A little bit. It felt like he was stopped right there because he never looked my way. He never took his eyes off that doe that was running. But I felt like he paused there for long enough that would have gave me a shot had it not been for the fact that when I drew back, my arrow popped off yeah. my rest, my drop-away rest.
1: Did I tell you that happened to me last week? No. <clears throat> I didn't know that could happen to yours. Like, mine now has a cage on it. Yeah, no, mine is really hard to do that too but when i went to take my arrow off of my string the other night my knock wasn't even touching my string i don't know what happened but i'm so glad a deer didn't come in because i'd have dry fired my bow and it had been beauty you know did you practice your draw that night i did not that night then i don't know what happened i don't know what happened but it was so wait, your knock wasn't on it was like Barely on, like I think I'd have drawn my bow back, it was just falling, and it just falling off. Well, I'm talking about I drew back,
0: I had the old school drop away rest, it was just literally the two little prongs that sat down, and yeah. your arrow stuck between the, the little plastic or little rubber piece on, yeah, your, on right. your rest. And when you drew back, it <sighs> raised up,
1: hmm, yeah.
0: As you drew back and because I had to draw back so quickly because that deer was just like literally in my lane right now. Yeah. I drew back so hard and so quick that when it got into that full cycle, it literally popped my arrow up in the air and then off my drop away onto my rest. Decent. Yeah. As I have a really, really good buck at 15 yards, perfectly broadside. But I think what kept him there, and I couldn't get, I couldn't reach. My arrows are too short, and my fingers are too short, and everything's too short. My, not I, anymore. I just couldn't reach and put the arrow back up onto the rest. So yeah. I let down, and yeah. then he kept going. Yeah. But I felt like going back to the scent thing, I felt like he almost paused and got curious with the scent that I dripped into his scrape. But I'm not, I can't totally confirm that's what happened. Other than that. I sprayed the buck bomb a lot last year, the doe and estrus buck bomb.
1: I did that one year. didn't do anything.
0: (laughs) I used it the night I killed that buck. but that
1: works. I mean, yeah.
0: But he came into the decoy. The the doe estrus estrus was way up. But maybe he caught the downwind of that doe estrus, and that's what brought him towards that area, which made him see the decoy.
1: I'm not going to put it past it. You know I'll put it mean? that way. I'm not going to put it past it. I, I also
0: sprayed a whole bunch on the ground in front of my camera, mm. and I had quite a bit of bucks with their nose on their ground by mm. themselves, not dogging a doe or anything. A lot of bucks in that area with their nose yeah. on the ground traveling mm. through. So I don't know. I I also heard, you know, I mean, yeah, it, it may or may not smell identical to a doe and estrus, but just the fact that it's so strong might also be alarming to deer. Mm. In any sense, are really going to let a deer know that something is going on in that area. Yeah. Which could put them on alarm. So I think if I get desperate, I might go ahead and get another buck bomb, do an estrus, and use it. But honestly, I'm going to try this year with absolutely no sense at all. I'm going to just try to go pretty much even limited calling unless I see a deer that I think I can call. I'm going to try not to blind call. I'm not a big
1: fan of blind calling either. Unless
0: I'm in a thick area, like there's a spot down the farm property, I like the blind call yeah. because it's worked for me. Yeah. Multiple times I've called deer out of the swamp. Right. Multiple times. And I know that for a fact. Yeah. Like I've grunted them to my tree. Hundreds of yards away, mind you.
1: That you, was dude, really you never cool. You never know. I mean, yeah, you might see a buck and just, even might not even see a buck. You might be in an area like that and you hit the grunt a couple times. And he's in the mood. Mm-hmm. He getting blown in. You never know. I liked it the one night. I just, I told myself,
0: I'm going to hit the ground once, like every five minutes. Just a nice, and I'm going to start real light. And I'm going to get louder because I know I'm hunting the edge of a field. And I know my sound's going to carry. And I know I can get down into that swamp where I can't see what's going on. But I know there's deer in there. So I hit it like three times. Like, I've waited now. I hit it five minutes, waited. Yeah. Hit it five minutes, waited. Hit it, and I hear splash.
1: Mm, <laughs> I know what happened.
0: And I pull up my binoculars, and from probably 400 yards away, all I see are tines floating across the creek. I'm like, oh, baby, it's on. That deer gets out, gets up to the edge of the field, and he's looking. Now, mind you, he's still 350 yards away hit my grunt again. He bolts, full speed, runs. He
1: was in that mood, man. Across that field. Yeah, he was in that at mood. Me.
0: I couldn't believe it. That was the coolest thing I've ever seen in my entire life. That deer ran. I dig it all the way to me, and then. So yeah, I've had better luck with grunt calls and that kind of thing, in limited fashion. <laughs> and one thing to learn from that, that experience was. As that deer came in, he hung up about 50 to 80 yards out. Because he's in a wide open field. He can see if there's a deer standing in the field. Right. I was on the edge of some really, really thick stuff that he couldn't see into. Mm. So I turned. He kind of got hung up. I think he he might have been like 80 to 100 yards out. And he wasn't that close. He hung up and he started looking because he had to come over this little hill to yeah. see what was in the field. Mm-hmm. And I remember I took my grunt call and I put it behind me and I faced it towards the woods and I cupped the grunt, and I just let out a real soft contact grunt, just a little bit. Oh yeah, and that finished him. He come in like on a string because he couldn't see in his woods to see what was there. But, Interesting. Yeah, let's wrap this up because I'm I'm kind of interested. Um, my buddy Shane just sent me a picture of this unbelievable buck that was supposedly killed in Pennsylvania tonight <sighs> by a girl.
1: Listen, I'm not story. one that, that's typically skeptical, but that thing is enormous. It's, and you don't typically see deer like that in Pennsylvania. It's a I'm Snapchat. I'm not saying it's not. It's a
0: Snapchat. And it's, someone sent it to him. It said PA Bruiser. And a bruiser it is.
1: How many points is that thing? First one, of all, this two, thing looks three, like it's about 180 inches.
0: Four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. That's one side. Yeah. 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17 countable points that I can see. And he's got the coolest G2 I've ever seen in my entire life. Look at that split. It looks like one of those. It's like a crayfish claw. Yeah. Or like the forks that you use to like poke hot dogs on a grill. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? That's what it looks like.
1: Listen. Whoa, whoa. Go back to that for a second. Did I see something that I'm going to be very angry about? Yeah. What's on that one time? What's on the one time? Yeah, it's orange.
0: Orange? Looks like blood. All I see is blood. Is it blood? Yeah. Okay. What'd you think it
1: was? Thought it was trophy tape. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I knew you were gonna say that. No, it's blood. They're uh they're
1: getting ready to hang it up.
0: Wow, dude. If that if that's really, really from Pennsylvania and she
1: really shot that thing I'm getting her on. She's getting on the podcast. But I want to see this thing. I do, too. I will interrogate her tomorrow. But I'm being a skeptic of that because... I can believe I'm, it. Dude, I'm not typically a skeptic. That is like... Where that is looks like from? a like an Iowa deer or an Illinois deer. Look at the body on that thing. You don't see deer with a body like that in Pennsylvania.
0: Dude, I don't know. I'm
1: not being a skeptic. Somebody found a 200-inch deer on public land mm-hmm. last year in Pennsylvania.
0: This has a lot of the same characteristics as
1: that deer did. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. Well, I'm not trying to be hard. skeptical. If if she shot it, she's a better man than me. I'm just, like <laughs> I'm calling him out right now. I'm just curious. That's all. But anyway, if you like the show, please send us comments, concerns, dislikes, likes, anything of that nature. Whether you want to come on the show, whether you know someone who wants to come on the show, whether, whether you, you want to come and sit in the studio while we record and drink a beer with us, yeah, you know, if you kill deer out there, we want to know about it. Like we do. Send us some pictures. We'll throw them up on the uh, throw them up on the Instagram and the yep Facebook. We want to give you a shout out. We will. We'll hook you up shout with a shout out, out to Andrew. His first archery PA buck. Let's go. It's go. a good buck. Congrats, buddy. Good buck. Great I like buck. it. Great buck. Send all questions, concerns, comments, and all that to the Whitetail Distraction Podcast at gmail dot com. You can also find us on Facebook and Instagram at the Whitetail Distraction Podcast. You can also find us on YouTube at the Whitetail Distraction Podcast. Yeah. Yeah, well, I mean, that's it. I mean, I'm that's stuffy. It. Yeah, a little And I need stuffy. to go to bed, I think. I'm ready for bed. Hi. Right. Another long
0: day tomorrow, and then I'm going to hit the woods. And it's going to be just longer days from there, because I'm going to hunting every minute of every day from here on out. I'll never leave in the woods. I'm you see that look bonfires. I'm giving you? That's the look of determination, like you're going to join me. That is the look that was going to
1: get you a deer kill, mm-hmm. I think so.
0: Well, hey. Anyone else out there uh, hitting the woods? Hopefully, you gain something from this episode. Maybe it'll help you uh, put down a slammer, and if it does, let us know about it. And uh, we're we're pulling for you guys. We're pulling for each other, and we're pu- pulling for everyone out there because I love to see deer get killed in Pennsylvania. I love to see big bucks get killed in Pennsylvania.
1: Me does, but I just
0: I just love seeing uh, people succeed, and I know that feeling of happiness and success and i want that for everyone word
1: so definitely yeah no best of luck to everybody out there in podcast land Mm -hmm. Uh, the luck of the podcast is with you and remember when you're sitting in the tree stand the distraction is real the distraction is real and i know that because i was working again
0: and i know how real the distraction (laughs) is